And now we're joined in studio this morning here in Tulla on Saturday. We're joined by Jane O'Hollan Ryan, local historian, author, and involved in anything historical in East Clare and surrounds, I think. Good morning, Jane. You're very welcome. Good morning. Morning, Jane. No stranger, of course, to Scarf Bay Community Radio. No. Jane is is at one of our volunteers. She's the the toilet correspondent for the mm. what's what's happening in the different parishes around. That's right. Yeah. Well, Joan, you're, you're Jane. You're the other side of the microphone anyway this morning. I did. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. So we referred to there as a, a local historian. You're involved in a lot of organisations. You're involved in the Toller Reaching Out Group, mm-hmm. the Clare Root Society. Mm-hmm. You're a founding member, if not the founding member, of the Del Cash and Origins. So. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to Ireland because with an accent like that you're definitely not born and bred in no, the Tulla area. Not an East Clare accent <laughs> no, anyway. Definitely not. Um, Give us well, a bit of I, I came I came over in nineteen ninety one to study law at um, Newman College in Dublin and I used to come down to visit my cousins in Tulla on the weekends and uh, I one of my cousins uh, introduced me to my husband and I stayed. So I apprenticed here, I actually apprenticed here in Scarif, and I um, qualified as a solicitor and practiced for a couple of years, and um, then I became a stay-at-home mom, and then I got involved in um, diaspora um, affairs and diaspora programs there, particularly the Ireland Reaching Out program in um, 2012. And I it renewed my interest in um, local history and genealogy, and I've been at that ever since. Okay, so you never went back to practicing law after that? No, I didn't. um, I I didn't. I I I suppose I had more fulfillment really out of what I'm doing now than than law. Even though I enjoyed law um, and I enjoyed the research part of law, um, I think it's the research is what I really enjoy. So that that's what's kept me involved in local history and um, and, you know genealogy and that sort of thing. And when you were growing up, did you have an interest in history? I I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, My uh, my grandmother. Um, was someone that was very interested in genealogy. Um, she used to talk about the family a lot. Uh, she used to write the letters home on behalf of her mother, who emigrated from um, Tarita in Tulla. And um, my mother had an um, interest in genealogy, and she actually did genealogy research uh, many years ago, uh, long before internet and um uh, you know all the social media sites and that sort of thing. She's so the hard way. The hard way, <laughs> yeah. The getting in the car and everything written down, right. yeah, yeah. So I had that. I had two sides of the family, really, that or both sides of the family, I should say, that where, um, that you know where my interest came from, anyway. So yeah, yeah. And you're involved in the Clear Root Society, yeah. which would be fairly interesting as well. Very James. interesting. Um, I took on the chairpersonship of the Clare Root Society back in, I think it was 2017, um, and uh, I've been involved since. And uh, yeah, I, it's very enjoyable, very interesting. It's a great group. It's a group that has been um, around since 2006 and very involved in connecting people with their Clare Roots and um, uh, promoting 
Claire genealogy and promoting, you know, the stories about Claire, uh, Claire people that went to various parts of the world. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's very, very interesting. And is that mainly people would say, I suppose we all say, but the Americans that want to trace their Irish ancestors or is it for people living anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world, loads of Australians because there was a huge number of Clare people that went out to Australia, Mm -hmm. Um, not just America, but Australia and Canada and, um, uh, you know, then the continent, England, and then from there, South Africa, New Zealand, loads of places. Yeah. So um, that was something that when we got involved in, in Tulla Reaching Out, got involved with the Ireland Reaching Out program, we said in our own minds, oh, it all be Americans. But we discovered that really it's nearly um, equal uh, families or the equal number of families or percentage of families went to Australia and America. Okay. Yeah. And what was kind of interesting is that we had two instances where the family um, one part of the family went to Australia, the other part of the family went to America, and neither knew about the other, but they reconnected through Ireland reaching Whoa. out. Is that oh. funny or what? Yeah, oh, that, that really, amazing really now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, just amazing now. They never have they, known of each other's they existence. They never have known. They just, you know, one person emigrated, that person was kind of lost to yeah. the, well, you know, uh, maybe not lost when shortly after they emigrated but after they passed on the descendants wouldn't have known so yeah that's happened a couple of times which is interesting yeah yeah Yeah. it'd be great for them to make contact yeah Yeah, it would be yeah no it would be and and jane the del cashin origins what's the difference between that and the clear root society as in well your relations well del cashin origins is my own business okay um and that's um that's my own research um genealogy and local history um research business that i i run so um whereas clear root society is volunteer okay so um we're, we're all volunteers. We're all people that have an interest in genealogy yes. and want to help other people. Um, and even Ireland reaching out as volunteers as well. But the, okay. the Dow Cash and Origins is the, the um, you know, the commercial yes. side of it for me anyway. Well, that has to be the done business yeah, side, and, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people, as we've mentioned before abroad, would like to use that service. And it's quite popular. Yeah, I it is. It, it's a lot of work. It's very, very interesting. I mean, but by golly, it's a lot of work. But I, I, I'm not, you know, you, you get some queries there that seem... T- nearly impossible um you know what will you ever find um but you can you have great breakthroughs i had a wonderful breakthrough for somebody there an 80 year old man that never knew um what happened to his great grandfather he just seemed to have disappeared and um He's in um, West Limerick there, but through um, registry of deeds research, I discovered that the great-grandfather had married young, had a son, and had died of cholera um, within a year of marriage. And the son and the widow went back to her family, and the child, he was raised there, but they never knew, um, even the the family, there's a very large extended family there, and they never knew about this individual man. But I found found the marriage settlement, I found a mortgage that actually lists um, grandfather, father, and son, and then I found... um, in the um, landed estate court rentals, the son that this um, mystery man was listed, and he was listed in the chronological order of the 
son, the number son okay. of the family that he was. So that I actually was on the phone with him on Sunday because he was just thrilled Great. with that. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And he he knows now how he's connected to this family, right. and they okay. know how they're connected yeah. and all, yeah. which is great. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. in lo- lockdown too, probably more people got more interested. Yes, they had more time. time. Yeah, right. people yeah. did have more yeah. time. Yeah. And Jane, if anybody was interested, do you advertise that on Facebook or how do people? I have know a Facebook um, okay. page, Dalcashian Origins, and people can contact me there. Um, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Genealogists, and people can contact me on the APG or if you just Google Association of Professional Genealogists, um, uh, I'll come up or the the website okay. will come up and you can input um, my name on that or Ireland and my name will come up via okay. Ireland. So yeah, I that's how peop- most people would get a hold of me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and can you do say a family history for? If yeah, said, I I've done. I've done. Yeah, I've done family histories. I've done um, house histories. I did a very interesting house history there um, not too long ago. And I'm doing. Um, I'm doing uh, what I call day tours. I have a, um, a several two ladies, two lovely ladies from um, California, New York, who are coming over next summer. And we are going around for two days in um, West Clare, uh, and I was down looking at the um, the old homestead, and we're going to go around, and I'm going to give them the tour of the area, of the customs in the area. We're going to see some turf being cut, and um, meet some of the relatives and some of the other, um, n- not necessarily descendants, but townspeople that would have remembered the family. Okay. So yeah, and they're bringing their kids and I think really grandchildren. Really nice. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be brilliant. Them. Yeah, we're all looking forward. We're going to go term. swimming and you know yes. all that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, because yeah. really, really nice. it's a beautiful area that yeah. they're from. It's amazing now to think that they went. Wow. Yeah. And Jane, yeah. do you find that there's there's great interest? As Trish said, people have more time in their hands, but you're you're obviously kept busy with everything. But, yeah. but especially now with this, with doing the research, do you think that that really, really has taken off in the last couple of years? That people are more oh, interested I think so. in their ancestors. I think so. I think too that the um, you know social media has really created an interest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, between the TV shows, who do you think you are, mm-hmm. and um, the DNA, and yeah. you know what percent of or am people discover they're Irish and they didn't know they were Irish, yes. they thought they were English. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interest in lockdown, I think, has has increased that interest as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I so. think as you get older too, you know, when you're really yes. young, you're kind yeah. of what are they talking about? What exactly. Is I know, kind of, yeah, you yeah. start thinking more. How are they more. connected to yeah. me? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, very true, yeah. And Jane, in our introduction, we described you as an author. You have recently brought out a fantastic book. You brought us over a copy of it here this morning, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's so colourful. It's a lovely classic cover. Clooney Graveyard Inscriptions by Jane Holleran Ryan in association with Clare Ruth Society. It is absolutely beautiful. We had a quick look through there. Tell us how you got the idea first, how you went about it? Yeah, I it, well, Clooney Graveyard was a graveyard that was always kind of a mystery to me because my great-great-great-grandparents are buried there um, and my great-grandparents and my, you know, going down the line or coming forward. And um, they lived in Tulla and I don't know why. We yeah. used to ask, why are they buried in Clooney? Yeah. Nobody knew why okay. they were buried in yeah. Clooney, but they're buried in Clooney anyway. And... Um, 
it was it's kind of a rite of passage if you come to County Clare in our family um, the cousins always bring you to the graveyard <laughs> to see the monument which was um, which was paid for by uh, my great grand uncle who had emigrated um, he was the, the oldest living um, in his family and he paid to have this monument put up so it's a lovely monument it's still there and um, so I always wondered about that, and somebody had asked me um, on social media there one day, or had asked on social media about a particular headstone in the graveyard, and I I knew that the headstone was there because in my travels in and out I had seen it, and so I said to them, well look, I I pass it often enough the graveyard, and I'll take a photograph and I'll send it on to you, and I did that, but I when I was in the graveyard I was looking at around and I kind of thought, you know, it's a pity this has never been done. So I um, I mentioned it to Claire Root Society. They were very interested in having it done. They said if I wanted to do it, they would publish it. Um, so that got me going. And then I spoke to Tom McNamara. In um, He's the Clooney Graveyard caretaker, the, the chairperson okay. of the committee there. And he was delighted. He said, oh, he said, that would be fantastic if you could do that because it's something we've always talked oh, about. Um, he actually was a great friend with my um, my cousin who's buried there now in the news section. So um, so that that's what got me okay. going. And he's he's was a terrific help. And um, so it it took um, it took a lot of time because uh, there were a lot more graves than I realized in okay. there. <laughs> I suppose for anyone that anyone that goes into Ennis goes in by the Quinn Road. It's the yes. graveyard there on the right hand side. It is. Going yeah. In. And there's the it's it's if you turn left or yeah left at Nori Henshi's yeah, yeah or Henshi's pub and um it's there yeah and it's a very old graveyard um that the church ruin is 13th century i believe um there's not a lot known about it um but and, families and then, have been buried there since 1700 or earlier i'm sure earlier but that's the oldest headstone there is 1700 and were some of the inscriptions hard to read you know the way very we hard to read yeah. yeah um they were uh i i used um you're not supposed to use flour but i did use flour on a few of them now Explain just this. what i do is and i i then just to be very uh, you know clear i wipe it off of because course, yeah. of course the, the we did graveyard training years ago um, for historic graves because we, we did the survey for Tulla, the two graveyards in Tulla. And the, the archaeologist um, that came and trained us said, you technically shouldn't put anything on it. You right. should use a light or mirror, okay. which if you shine, you should be able to see the lettering, no matter how okay. faded it was. Cool. Now, that's it is and it isn't correct i mean i i found it difficult to read them so the ones that i found really tough i did get some i'd get some flour right. and i would uh, go up and i would um, just shake the flour over it and then spread it over the top of the headstone where you it would you know would go into the lettering and you could yeah. make oh, you could out read you could read it then oh, okay. and then i'd take it off you know or oh, then i'd, I'd get idea, it off yeah so i i did it. that now you can do it that way the other thing you can do is get um like chalk or a crayon and put a piece of paper over it 
and do uh, oh, a Lois. rubbing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's a name on that. And that's another name. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but that's how I read a number of them, okay. the really old ones. Yeah. So they, yeah. This was a very time-consuming job. Oh, it me. was. Yeah. It took, it, it took a couple of years. I mean, it just, and we had lockdown in the midst of it too. So I couldn't really, you know, it did delay. There was a of delay course. there because yeah. of that. But, yeah. um, you, you know, you couldn't go in there. Because looking yeah. at the front of it, there's almost 200 monuments and over 500 names. Yeah. So like, you're talking about 200 monuments trying to go around the place Trish, to get all the inscriptions on all of them yeah and, wow. and, and some job it was but the worst part of it was for me was trying to map it because the there's a certain area of the grave um yard that's it's probably the oldest area and they're higgledy piggledy yeah. they're oh, not hey. in straight yes. lines as, as most old, old yes. there's no yeah. they don't but actually i got drone photos done um jimmy brennan did drone photos and he he was the typesetter for the book uh he got a number of drone photos for me and they were fantastic because what i couldn't see at eye level i could see at bird's eye level okay. that there actually were rows believe it or not oh. and um not only yeah and not only that the the time of the drone um photographs we had a drought so you could see the crop marks where okay. um monuments uh existed uh, and some of them continue to exist now right. i i yeah. know there are more monuments in that graveyard than i was able to um make out i suppose uh, yeah survey yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I wasn't going to go digging. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's well, fantastic it, for anybody that has yeah. it's just people beautiful. Be buried there to have it. And like there's a, there's a, an aerial view here, a map of Clooney yeah. Gravit from drone photo. And as you say, Jane, you can see where it, it obviously was yeah. dry. You were lucky with that, that yeah. it was dry. But you have a picture of mm. every grave mm. stone yep. that's in the graveyard with a description name. of who it is and yeah. everyone's name that was on it. That is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I think it's... Every Something house would love for, to have yeah, it. It should be for every girl. It should. Really. Yeah. It would be a lovely thing to have. It yeah. is, it is. And, and I must say, there. Claire Roots has been very active with that, particularly with Drumcliff in um, Ennis. There's a, an older gentleman there, Flan Heher, who's fantastic with the um, graveyard. And he's done the Drumcliff by sections. And it really is unbelievable now. Really? Yeah. The way it's yeah, mapped out. Yeah, the way it's mapped out. Jane, yeah. I see a whole new business here <laughs> starting <laughs> off all the graveyards. Uh, I think if anybody wants to contact you everywhere in yeah. this <laughs> be looking for you to do this oh boy yeah anybody, your husband might be too impressed no it might not be but you know that the, I mean it, it's it's so true because once this um, information is gone out of grave even there were several graves that um, like Tom Max said to me that he knew um he knew the people were buried. He knew the family that was buried there. But he said this all this information. He was so delighted there when I brought yeah. the book to him. He said, only for you, he said, this would have been lost. And he said, this should have been done even 40 years ago yes. because those yes. people that knew passed on. Are and so, I, you know, but yeah. look, better to do it now than never to do it, Absolutely. you know, okay. so. And Jane, where is it available to buy? Now, it's available in the Ennis Bookshop. Okay. It's also available in O'Connor's in the Market Square in Ennis. And it's available O'Connor's at Mary Kelly's. Yeah, yeah, okay. O'Connor's News Agents. And I believe Mary Kelly as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so three places there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. but um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so interesting. It is, and yeah. I mean, t for anyone that can't see, it's we're not very descriptive here on radio, Trish. We no. have to paint a picture. It's an A4, A4, size, yeah, A4, A4. Size, and it has the most beautiful picture uh, pictures on the front of different monuments mm. that are in the graveyard. Yeah. It's in color. There's lovely green grass that was obviously taken at a nice time. Uh, yeah. Beautiful picture 
and the, the bath. bath of yeah, the that was mine now. Oh, that's yours. It's <laughs> that's beautiful. mine. Nine lovely o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, it's yeah. It was a lovely photo. It came out well. Yeah, and it's priced at. 15. 15 euro. Yeah. Well worth the price. Buried there, it's definitely worth oh. it. Oh, it is worth having, yes. yeah, if you have any connection to the graveyard. Definitely. Yeah. And loads of lovely pictures at the back. Mm. And I'm just looking here. Um, yeah. That's a picture about executions. That's Explain, a picture Jane. about the yeah. executions. Now, that's very interesting because um, the Clooney martyrs are actually buried in that graveyard. Okay. And Tomas is doing a book on them. Right. Now, there's another person that's doing some research as well. So I said I wouldn't do anything more than just yes. the basic because that'll it's be done. Yes. But a gentleman made contact with me about a year and a half ago. Um, and he's actually, his family were neighbors to where I'm living now. So he was telling me he had this poster that he had um, been given by his uncle. And he listed out the names and uh, two of the names were the Clooney martyrs. So I said to him, I'm in the midst of doing this graveyard project. Is there any way I can use the poster for yes. the um, publication? Yeah. And he said, absolutely, I'd be delighted. So that's where I got the poster for it. Um, so, And it's a poster nobody had ever seen before okay. so lovely to have it in yeah the book, it's it? great to yeah. see it there yeah yeah, really yeah. so it's nice i i think i did give it to tomas so i yeah and the sign says executions was this the will of the people of clare just to read them out cornelius mcmahon patrick hennessy mm. patrick mahoney christopher quinn and william shocknessy and underneath the writing says electors of clare do you approve of the execution of these boys if you support the men who executed them you do Show your disapproval and vote for De Valera. No. Mm, that's <laughs> right. A blast from the past. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Before our time, Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And Hennessy and McMahon are two of the, the Clooney martyrs okay. there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Well, it's just that's well worth it. And look, if anybody is interested and didn't get the information there, contact us here on Scarf Bay Community Radio and we'll put you in touch with yeah. Jane. Or yeah. We'll perfect. put you in touch yeah. with where yeah, you can buy it. We'll give the information. Yeah. A lovely present to send to somebody oh, for Christmas. Oh, this time mm. of the year. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, exactly. It's really, really lovely. Well, well done, Jane. Oh, thanks very much. Much. Thank you. Great. And listen, thank you so much for coming in this You're morning welcome. to talk to us. We really enjoyed it. And Jane, I suppose another thing we should thank you for is that the transmitter, the toilet transmitter from Scarf Bay Commissioner Radio, which oh, goes that out is. over your direction, yes, um, that's is right. up in, on your farm. Yourself it is, that's right. It's up in the tree. Yeah, yes. it's up in the tree You're there. Yeah. After as well, anyway, we Jane. are, we are now, <laughs> loud and clear. <laughs> okay, Jane Holland Ryan. Listen, Jane, thanks so much for coming You're in welcome. to talk to us this thanks morning. Thanks for really having me. And the best of luck in your next adventure yes <laughs> okay thanks, Jane. okay Bye. thanks Jane. bye thank you